Welcome back to Shnayim Mikra, the OU podcast series on Parshat HaShavuah. This is Menachem Liptag, and in today's shir, we continue our study of Parshat A with Shlishi, the third Aliyah. Today's Aliyah is going to focus on various warnings against serving other gods, and what might cause you to serve those gods. We're going to find four different parshiot that deal with this topic, each dealing with a threat of something or someone that might lead you to serving other gods. Recall as well that the main focus of the laws that began in Parshat Re'eh was to assure that Am Yisrael would be a nation representing the God of Israel, and hence the commandment to wipe out all previous idol worship. So we begin in Perikud Bet in chapter 12 in Sefer Tvarim with Pasach Haftet, verse 29. Again, beginning with the background, what will happen after you conquer the land and the threats that await you. Ki achrit Adonai Elohecha et agoim ashratava shama l'reshet otam mipanecha when God will wipe out all the nations that you're going there to inherit, and you conquer their land and inhabit it, be very careful, be careful not to fall in their trap after God destroys them in front of you. Be careful not to search after their God saying, how did those nations serve their gods and I will do the same? In other words, I'm going to serve my God, the God of Israel, in the same manner that they serve their gods. God is telling the nation that there's only one way to serve me in that one central place and only bringing the sacrifices that I have allowed. Do not learn from the other nations how to serve a God at all and don't copy the ways they serve their gods to the way you serve your God. In the next passage, Moshe will explain why. Don't do in that manner for Hashem your God, all these perversions, these things the God abhors, that's what they did for their gods, they did things like burning their own children, their sons and their daughters, this Avodat Molech, they would burn for their gods. So don't say, that's what they did for their gods and this is how you worship God in this land and because we are the nation of Israel, we're going to worship our God the God of Israel, like they worship their gods. God says, no, the only way to serve Him is a way I've outlined earlier in chapter 12 by bringing sacrifices to the one central place. As we saw in Sefer Vayikra, there are very precise laws in regard to how to serve God. And even though the reader of Chumash may get the impression that Chumash very much wants korbanot and wants animal sacrifice in relation to what's going on at that time period, Chumash is limiting sacrifice only to one place only certain animals and only certain type of worship and only offered by certain people. In other words, we are not proliferating animal sacrifice. Rather, we are limiting it in a very narrow realm. The main reason we come to the Beit HaMikdash is to be close to God, to remember our covenantal commitment. We can't come empty-handed, therefore we have to bring something. And Sefer Vayikra, again, delineates what the protocol is when you come to God. Pasuk Aleph, this entire thing, which I'm commanding you today, make sure to keep them to do them. Don't add to them and don't take off. Here Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating what he said in the beginning of chapter 4 in his first speech, where he first explained the laws of Baltosif, that it is forbidden to add to the laws that he's teaching, or to take off from them, because here we found a warning that a person might add on his own a different way of serving God. Here we find a reminder, make sure not to add on to the commandments that I'm giving you, and therefore, don't think that it's okay to add your own ways of serving God, only the manner which I commanded you in Sefer Vayikra. In Pasuk Bet and Parakut Gimel, we find the next case of a bad influence. 
כי יקום בקרבך נביא, או חולם חלום, should someone in your midst come up, be he a prophet or a dreamer, ונתן אליך אות ומופת, and he puts before you a sign or a wonder. And when he does that wonder, he's doing it in order to convince you to serve another God. And this sign or wonder comes true that he said that would be. And it's followed with He'll tell you, let us go after other gods, gods that you do not know, and let's serve them. Do not listen to the words of that prophet or to that dreamer. Do not take that miracle or sign that he did as a proof that he's right. Rather, understand it that God is testing you how sincere your service of God will be to know, do you love Hashem your God with all your heart and with all your soul? Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them, no matter what type of miracle any person may do, there can never be a reason for you to serve another God. And if that miracle comes true, understand it that God's testing you to see how dedicated you are to Hashem. Now Moshe will summarize what is it that God wants you to do, just like he said back in chapter 10 in Parshat Ekev, You must walk in the ways of your God and you must fear Him. You must keep His laws and obey what He commands you. And He you have to serve because I understand that also as prayer, as davening, and you must cling to him. This is a summary of what we saw in Parshat Ekev in chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. How about this prophet who did this wonder? What do we do with him? Pasuk Vav, verse 6, That prophet or that dreamer, Yumat, he must be put to death. For he has spoken rebelliously against Hashem your God who took you out of Egypt, and against the God who redeemed you from the house of slavery from Egypt, to take you astray from the path, from the path that God has commanded you to walk in, and by killing this prophet who is trying to lead you astray, by doing that, you will wipe out the evil from your midst. Beginning now in Pasuk Zion in verse 7, we're going to find yet another case of bad influences, that might lead a person to serve other gods. Should your brother, the son of your mother, in other words, should a family member try to lead you astray to follow another god, and now we get other family members who may lead you astray within the family circle, or your son or your daughter, or even your wife, or even your very close friend, should any of them come secretly to you saying, Let's go and serve other gods. Asher lo yadata atav avotecha. Gods you did not know, you or your forefathers. Melohei ha'amim asher svivotechem. Should they come and offer you secretly to go serve the gods of these other nations that surround you? Hakrovim elecha o harochokim imeka. Either gods from nations close by to you or gods from far away. Miktea aretz vat ktea aretz. From one end of the land to the other. Lo tovelo. Do not be tempted by him. V'lo tishma elav. And do not listen to what he's saying. Don't have mercy on him as well. Do not pity him or try to cover up what he's doing. Instead, make sure that he is put to death, of course by baiting. You, bearing witness against him, your hand should be first to kill him. And the hand of the rest of the nation will come after you to stone him. 
Uskalto bavanim vamet, pelt him with stones until he dies. Kivikesh la dichacha me'al Adonai Elohecha, because he wanted to lead you astray against and away from Hashem your God. Hamotziacha me'aretz Mitzrayim mibet avadim, the same God who took you out of Egypt from the house of slavery, who redeemed you in order to make you his nation, he's leading you in the wrong direction, therefore that person must be put to death, no matter how close or friendly he is with you. V'chol Yisrael yishmuv yiraun, and then all of Israel will hear about this, and become fearful, and know not to follow other gods. V'loyosifu lasot kedavar haraz becha, and they will not continue to do this evil, terrible thing in your midst, by trying to convince others to serve other gods. We see here yet another example, of how adamant Chumash is to make sure that idol worship will not be tolerated in the land. And now in Pasuk Yudgimel in verse 13, we can have one final case where an entire city is going to go astray and follow another God. Should you hear in one of your cities, one of the cities which Hashem your God is giving you to live in them, should you hear people saying, Evil or worthless people have come out in your midst. And they're leading the inhabitants of their city saying, Let's go and serve other gods, gods that we do not know. Then you must thoroughly investigate what's going on in that city and inquire as to what happened. And after that inquiry, if it is true what these rumors are saying, and if this abomination has happened in your midst, then, Pasuk Tetzayin, verse 16, You must smite down the inhabitants of the city with a sword. You must destroy that city. And everything in that city is cherem, or is taboo. And all the animals must be killed by sword. And then you must gather all the goods of that city anything that remains after its inhabitants were wiped out, you must gather all those possessions together to the middle of the city, in the Rechava, which is the wide area, which is usually found at the center of the city, inside the gate. Then you must burn all that with fire. The entire city and all of its possessions must be totally burnt up for the sake of Hashem your God. The city should remain in its ruins. It should never be built again. You cannot keep anything from that cherem that was supposed to be burnt. You can't keep anything for yourself. Because by wiping out the city in this manner, God will go back from His anger that He might have kindled against the entire nation because of the city. Then He will have mercy on you and allow you to continue to multiply. Like He promised and swore to your forefathers to be that great nation. Should you listen to the voice and the commandments of Hashem your God, to keep all the commandments that I'm commanding you today, to do that what is right in the eyes of God, should you do what is right in the eyes of God, we've had this refrain over and over again, then God will be good to you and help your country prosper if you follow the other gods who have to punish you. So to summarize, today's Aliyah had four very harsh warnings to assure that no one in the nation of Israel will follow other gods, even by serving your own God in the way they serve their gods, or by following a false prophet trying to lead you to follow other gods, or by family members leading you astray, or by the entire community trying to lead you astray. This topic will continue in tomorrow's Aliyah, where we are going to find special laws about our national diet, what we call the laws of Kashrut.